If you're looking for something covering everything from sports, video games, and work ethics, Dr. Abrasive has you covered. They're real, they're reckless, they're rude. Like yours truly. <laughs> Hey yo, Konnichiwa bitches. Um, this is uh, MJ coming live from the parking lot. Well, not exactly live. I guess it's still a recording, but coming from the parking lot of the kids' school in the act right, trying to act right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is going to be kind of a quick, short synopsis of what we got going on in the world. You know, Cam's off in the the other part of the world. Uh, it's probably who knows, midnight, wherever he is, or something like that. Where, where the fuck is Cam this week? Last I heard, he was in Norway, so he cooking up some barbecue for some Norwegians or something like that, I guess. Who knows? But Cam is somewhere in the other in the other part of the world. Doc is on a hiatus. Doc is on a sabbatical. Doc is relaxing, hopefully vacating his mind while he vacates his body. Not vacates his body. I guess that, that sounds weird. Vacationing, relaxing his mind and his body. How about that? Um, so uh, we're going to bring uh, I'm here, MJ, um, and we're going to bring you kind of a little short synopsis of what we got going on in the world. Pretty much it's going to be. Uh, I guess my portion of what I would do on the show, uh, talking my shit, talking about shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, uh, it is Tuesday, the day after the national championship, but we're not going to talk about that drubbing at the moment. What we're going to talk about is something that happened during a commercial break of the drubbing, and that is the new Ant-Man trailer. When I tell you guys that um, Marvel has set out trailers and Marvel has set up <clears throat> plenty of, I guess, teasers is what we would call them. Plenty of teasers to just let you, to try to bring in the everyday person. Like, if you don't read comics, it's fine. You don't really know, like, the backstory of some of the stuff that's going on. And if you do read comics, you know the backstory of some of the stuff going on. Well, Marvel flips most of that on his head and brings you whatever the hell that they want to bring you. Like, some of it may match up with the uh, comics, and you may get some comic book accurate stuff. Some of it won't to make sense for uh, what's going on in the MCU, what's going on in the modern day, that type of thing. Um, Marvel does do political stuff, throws it in there, like, has you thinking, but also has you entertained. At least it does me. I know there are plenty of people out there who don't really uh, care for some of the stuff that Marvel has going on, who don't care for superhero movies, who don't care for those type of things. And to, the, and to you, I say, more power to you. Do what you like, love what you do, that type of thing. It's one of those situations where uh, no matter what, I'm still going to enjoy what I get to enjoy. Like people hated the, let me rephrase it. Some people dislike the Eternals. I love the Eternals. I didn't care um, what other people thought. So regardless of what anyone else thinks, I'm going to like what I'm going to like. And with that in mind, that new Ant-Man trailer was bussing to me, at least. Um, so we got um, visuals of what King the Conqueror is, uh, looks like. We got um, what looks like Ant-Man is going to get off. We got multiple Ant-Men 
in the, the picture, we got the fam. We got some dialogue from uh, Hope Van Dyne. Is it Hope? Jan- uh, Janet Van Dyne. I'm sorry. Janet Van Dyne talking about Kang and everything. So uh, it's one of those situations where I am excited for February 17th is when it comes out. Uh, the minute that my theater releases tickets, I already got a gift card. So chances are I am going to uh, go ahead and grab my gift card and buy my ticket simply because, again, it's a Marvel movie. I'm into those and everything. We got dialogue from from Kang uh, talking to Ant-Man and um, got scenes of them fighting and everything. Uh, it's um, It's everything that I look for in... Uh, a trailer from Marvel uh, gets me excited, gets me hyped. Sometimes shows me some things that I didn't see before. Uh, we got uh, Kang comic book accurate um, outfit, but then we also get to just see him without the mask and everything on. So it's, uh, yeah, I am looking forward to it. It is going to be exciting for me. Um, and then, of course, it... Um, it weaves in the story of everything else that's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it weaves in all of the things that we've seen, all of the things we're going to see, um, be it the, the TV shows and everything like that. So I'm excited for it. Hopefully you're excited for it. If you're not excited for it, it's cool. Um, you know, do what you like to do. There are plenty of people out there who are excited for things that um, I would remotely never watch or anything like that. So uh, that's the beauty of us all being able to um, what's the right word? The beauty of us all being able to be, I guess, just the simplest word is different. And being able to just enjoy what you enjoy and, and then try to tell someone else about it. I had a, a friend of mine tell me about The Woman King, and um, I never wanted to see The Woman King, but uh, he was very passionate about it. So I might end up watching it if it hit, when it hits one of the streaming services um yeah definitely didn't plan on going to the movie theater to see it but uh when it hits the streaming service who knows i might might fire it up check it out um but again that's the beauty of um us all having the um different views and different personalities so uh we'll move on from that uh let's see what we what will we oh um the last thing about marvel is uh, i really do believe that uh marvel is setting up jonathan majors uh, to be just as strong of a villain as we had in in Loki and as we had in Thanos. So, uh, yeah, um, again, looking forward to it, seeing Jonathan Majors over uh, the different movies. I like Jonathan Majors as an actor. Seems like he really gets into his role. So um, that's what I'm going to enjoy. Um, I know I, we skipped it earlier or I skipped it earlier. But we can talk about that drubbing that happened. Uh, and when I say drubbing, I really do mean drubbing. That it was a massacre uh, of epic proportions for the national championship, which happened last night. Uh, in that game, we had Georgia taking on TCU. Now, I know a lot of people out there who were like, TCU doesn't deserve to be in it. TCU this and TCU that. Um and those people got some ammo last night. I will I will not lie to you. Those people got plenty of ammo last night during that drubbing. Uh, it looked like someone was playing um, their five-year-old nephew 
and Madden uh, and not going easy on them at all. The game ended up being 65 to 7. Now, for the national championship game, for a national national championship game, um, there is no way that anybody could have enjoyed that other than the people who live in Georgia who are Georgia fans. Um, It was, like I said, a massacre. It was, there were plenty of other games throughout the bowl season that were a lot more entertaining. Um, that came down to the wire, and that's what most people expected this one to do, is come down to the wire, of which it did not. In fact, the Georgia-Ohio State game was a lot better um, of a game. Uh, TCU versus Michigan was a lot better of a game as far as scoring is concerned, score-wise, that type of thing, uh, as far as like the build-up and the anticipation, as, as far as... Um, the actual um, coming down to the wire, nail biting, that type of thing, uh, games. Uh, Tulane, TC, uh, UC, USC was a lot better as well. Um, realistically, um, I think Georgia was just out there um, having fun and trying to make sure they outscored LSU. Nah, I'm joking. But LSU did beat their uh, opponents uh, in their bowl game, sixty-three to seven. So Georgia had to one up them and beat them sixty-five to seven. So uh, it was, yeah, it was. I don't, I don't even want to say it was close in the first quarter because it wasn't close in the first quarter. Um, TCU scored one touchdown all night. That was in the first quarter, and then after that, I guess they their whole team took a nap. Now. I will honestly say that um, I didn't want to see TCU in a national championship game, but I also didn't want to see Bama in a national championship game. I didn't want to see USC in a national championship game. Like Realistically, I wanted to see Ohio State versus Michigan for the national championship, and I would have been rooting for Michigan. But um, Georgia is back-to-back college football playoff champs and deservedly so because they beat who was in front of them. They beat the teams that were put in front of them, regardless of who anybody thought should have been there. They beat those teams. And when it comes down to that, um, congratulations to Georgia fans. Um, and hopefully, um, Hopefully, the next time we have a national championship, uh, it's not a drubbing like that. Unless unless Florida State is drubbing somebody, uh, at which point uh, I will be the giddiest and most happiest person if you hear from me after that game and Florida State wins a national championship again and drub somebody like that. Whew, the amount of you, the amount of noise I'm going to talk and uh, you not being able to not tune me out. It's going to be very difficult for you. But anyway, that drubbing happened. Uh, wasn't re- I didn't watch the game, honestly. I, I, I sat in my chair and I was watching something. On, I was actually watching uh, WWE, uh, flipping back and forth between that and the Laker game and, and playing uh, some games online. So it wasn't really that interesting to me simply because I'm not a fan of either. But um, I did not expect it to go that way. We'll move on, though, from uh, that drubbing uh, to 
um, something very, very, let me see if I can still find it. Uh, something that was very stupid that I saw um, is like early season rankings or something like that for next year uh, that I saw, which is the dumbest stuff in the world to actually, after the game ends, have early season rankings um, in the polls. It is I can't find it right now, but uh, that's the beautiful thing is that I can't find it because um, it was stupid and I ain't like it. And yeah, so you know what? Don't even want to talk about it at all. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, there, oh, there were some um, some Hall of Fame, college football Hall of Fame uh, players announced. Um, some of the uh, ones that were announced are. Let's see. Let me get this pulled up real quick. Uh, and of course, you know, maybe I'll edit this out. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Or I'll just keep talking and college football. Um, oh, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. All right. And Hall of Fame 2023 um, has a whew, has a bunch of players. All right. So we'll go through. Um, I'm sure that I'm going to miss some people that people love, but I'm going to go through the names of the ones that I liked mostly or the one or the ones that, you know, um, I remotely cared about. So Eric Berry is going into the College Football Hall of Fame from Tennessee, DB from 2007 to 2009. We got Reggie Bush, who probably should get his Heisman Trophy back by now because, again, uh, he was NIL before NIL. Uh, Dwight Freeney is going into it. Robert Gallery is going into it. Uh, Derek Johnson is going into it. Uh, Luke Keekley. I've never been able to say his name correct. Uh, Jeremy Macklin is going into it. Um, Brian McKinney is going into it. Uh, Troy Vincent is going into it. Brian Westbrook is going into it. Uh, D'Angelo Williams. And then, of course, one of the um, what people say is the greatest college football player of all time. Um, Tim Tebow is going into the uh, College Football Hall of Fame as well. While I don't think that Tim Tebow is the greatest college football player of all time, I arguably can't think of very many who are on that list of college football players of all time. Um, Tebow played with heart. Now, his, his, his stats were, for college uh, reference, his stats were good uh, a couple years his stats were average a couple of the years, but as far as heart and leadership are concerned, um, Tim Tebow was one of the best uh, that I've ever seen uh, and always hated when we played against Tebow and the Gators. Now, I don't really care if we play the Gators because they're pushovers to me. Um, but, yeah, congratulations to them. And then we have some um, coaches as well, uh, Paul Johnson and Mark Rick. Uh, who are going into the Hall of Fame as well. So uh, congratulations to them. Um, yeah, uh, deservedly so for the ones who got in. The ones that, the names that I didn't name, they deserve it as well. Uh, it's just uh, they didn't, while they were all good players, um, it's just some of them, you know, sometimes you just like, oh, who is this person? Like you don't know everybody who knows everything about everything. Anyhow. Uh, really quick, we'll go through 
uh, some NBA stuff. Um, the Celtics are now leading the East, uh, followed by Brooklyn in the, in the two seed, Milwaukee, then Cleveland, then Philly, then the Pacers, and then playing uh, status right now, we would have the Knicks, the Heat, the Hawks, and the Bulls. On the outs of that, we have the Raptors, who are a game and a half behind the 10th spot for the Bulls, the, the Wizards, who are two games out. Um, then in the West, we got Denver and Memphis both tied for um, with the same record. Um, but Denver, because of, I want to say, conference wins, um, they are the one seed. Memphis is two. The Pelicans have dropped to three. Uh, Dallas is at four. Sacramento is at five. The Clippers are at six. And then as far as the play-in, we got the Warriors, uh, Phoenix, the Timberwolves, and the Trailblazers. And then on the outskirts, we have uh, the Jazz and the Lakers, who are a game behind of the 10th spot for the Blazers, and uh, the Thunder, who are a game and a half behind that 10th spot. So uh, not really many teams that are uh, out of contention. Um, and, I mean, realistically, um, there may be two or three teams in the West that are out of contention, and there may be maybe two or three teams um, in the East that are out of contention. And this is completely different from years past where um, you knew who were the best eight teams in each division and then the rest uh, were just kind of holding on for dear life or getting ready to make moves. Uh, speaking of which, um, it, it's if anybody's going to be doing any buying or selling, uh, it might be the time for them to start ramping up to do so. Uh, trade deadline coming up soon. Uh, so I want to say in about three, maybe in about three weeks, uh, trade deadline is going to happen. Um, and with that in mind, uh, there are going to be some teams who are uh, just going to try to get Victor Yama, Wabanyama. Victor Wabanyama. So they might start um, tanking um, realistically. Uh, it makes sense if you have a generational talent like that. But I always like to be weary of what people say are generational talents because uh, injuries could happen. Victor looks a little frail to me. Like, But they said the same thing about KD, even though KD is out now. But KD has been a beast for the majority of his career. Now, he does stay injured. Um, and I don't wish any injury upon any player or kid or anything like that. But... These things happen, so it's something to keep in mind. Um, now, the NBA has some of the best strength trainers and, and nutritionists and everything, so you would like to think, and, and they also do uh, load management, so you would like to think that Victor would have a long career. Uh, I often wonder how, um, how what is his name, Sam Bowie would have done in this type of environment um, if he had the the advances that they have now. Um, but then I also think Greg Oden had some of those advances as well. And he still couldn't, uh, still wasn't able to bite off the injury bug, but you never want the injury bug to hit anybody. Uh, by the way, the trade deadline is February 9th. So with February coming up, it's actually what, 30 days out, 30, 31 days out. So about a, a month, uh, out, so we'll start seeing if people start uh, buying or selling. 
um, for their teams. Um, I am expecting my Lakers to try to make a move because I don't care about the 2027 and 2029 uh, draft picks. Um, yeah, I, 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 are those kids even born? I don't know. You know, what is that? It is, uh, it's 23, so six years from now. So, yeah, they might be like 10, 10 12, somewhere in that range. Um, I, I don't care because who knows? They might even go back to letting them come out of high school. But I don't care about that at this moment. Uh, four, to, four to six years from now is not going to get me, uh, one, Brian ain't going to be there no more. And two, uh, AD probably ain't going to be there no more. So four to six years from now. So get me uh, some victories now. And then we'll worry about later, later, because, again, this is L.A. and people are going to want to come play for L.A. It is a storybook history of a of a city, of a team. So having to worry about the draft. Yes, I know they got magic in the draft. And yes, I know they got Kobe in the draft per se via trade. So, again, these things can happen. I mean, these. You you can work your way around it. If you're a smart GM, you can work your way around it. Let's move on. Um, this upcoming weekend, we have wild card weekend in the NFL. Um, so wild card weekend starts January 14th, which is this Saturday. Uh, so Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, we got uh, games on TV. So uh, starting off on Saturday uh, in the... Uh, Okay. Um, Saturday in the NFC, we got the Seahawks at San Francisco. So Seahawks at 49ers. And also on Saturday, that, that game is at 4.30 on Fox. I'm sorry, 4.30 Eastern. So 3.30 on Fox here in the Central. Here in the Central, yeah. Uh, and then on uh, Saturday as well, we got the Chargers versus the Jaguars. Jaguars are going to be hosting a game uh, at home. Uh, Sunday, I'm sorry, Saturday night at uh, 8.15 Eastern on NBC. So 7.15, uh, you get to watch the Chargers versus the Jaguars. Then on Sunday, we got, uh, which game happens first? Sunday, we got the Dolphins at the Bills. Uh, so Sunday at 1 Eastern uh, on CBS, 12 o'clock here in the Central uh, Time Zone. Um yeah, we got Dolphins at Bills. Then the 4.30 game, we got the Giants at the Vikings, uh, 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central. Then uh, the Sunday night game, we got the Ravens versus the Bengals. So Sunday at 7.15 on NBC, uh, 8.15 Eastern. And then the Monday night game, we got the Cowboys headed to Tampa uh, at... 8.15 Eastern, 7.15 Central on ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPN+. Plus. So across the whole family of ESPN, um, the Cowboys will be playing uh, the Bucks, And then, of course, uh, the Chiefs have a bye and Philadelphia has a bye. So those are the games we have to look forward to this weekend. Uh, hopefully you got your popcorn ready. Um... I, of course, as everyone knows, am going to be specifically watching that Monday night game because I am a Cowboy fan. I have been a Cowboy fan for the majority of my life. Um, It is the first helmet and jersey I've ever owned. I don't want to tell you all what player the jersey was because that dude is a douche now. 
but you can probably decipher who it is by saying by thinking about how old I may be and who may have been playing for them at that time that I now call a douche. Anyway, we shall move on. Um, then um, something else that's happening on this weekend. For we'll close it out with this. I am a shoe connoisseur, so this weekend uh, the Jordan One True Blue, True Blue drops on January fourteenth, which is Saturday. Uh, I'm looking to try to get a pair of those, um, but not for myself. I'm actually looking to try to get a pair for the wife. She she mentioned to me that she doesn't have any. Um, blue and white, either Dunks or Jordans. And it just so happens that these come out this Saturday. She mentioned this about maybe two months ago. And so uh, I will be shooting my shot on Saturday for a men's seven and a half um, in the Jordan 1 True Blue. On the Sneakers apps, on um, Hibbit, on Champs, whoever has it. So if you feel so inclined to do so as well, and maybe you hit on a seven and a half. That would be great. Uh, I will definitely buy that off you. Now, I'm not buying it for over retail. Uh, if you hit and you just want to do something nice for someone, then let me know. I'll shoot you the money. You shoot me the shoes when you get them. And it's a done deal. Um, but uh, hopefully I am able to get her uh, a pair of shoes that she's wanted and everything. And that um, she'll be happy with. Uh, last but not least, uh, I want you all to have a great week ahead of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Um, make sure you are. Um, so <clears throat> I guess the best way to put this is that uh, we as human beings have uh, we, we work. We, we work to live, not live to work. Right. So we work to live um, and we also Eat to live, not live to eat. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because um, you have to, You it is necessary for any person to stay sane and stable and healthy to rest uh, and not always be doing work and not always be uh, just on the go. Uh, some things aren't as important as we um, think they may be. Um, and we should allow ourselves the time to relax and to focus and to um, heal. Um, you're not going out there. Uh, I don't lift weights, right? If anybody's ever seen me, you know that I don't work out. But uh, you don't go out and just lift weights and then turn around and go home and don't like try to recuperate uh, or um, to heal your body because um, then you're walking around sore and the same thing can be happened. The same thing can be said about the mind that you say about the body. If you are lifting mental weights, if you are always on the go and you're always just trying to solve another issue for somebody else and you're always, always, always just doing something and you don't take that time to recuperate or to rest or to just let your mind be at ease, then these things can start to bog you down and these things can start to hurt you. Uh, so, um, I'll say rest yourself, relax, um, what, in whatever avenue or venue or uh, way that is uh, best for you. Some people like to drink alcohol 
and maybe that's their way of coping. Or some people like to just sit outside and just let the breeze hit them, right? Or maybe that's your way of coping. Some people like to play video games. Some people like to shop. Whatever it is that gives you ease, peace of mind, and um, the ability to recuperate from the stress of being you, from the stress of being an adult, from the stress of being a human being, then you should, you need to do so. Um, one of the things that I've always said um, since I've ever started working is uh, I try to take a vacation every quarter. Now, it's a lot different now working where I work as opposed to where I worked before uh, because where I was before, uh, I worked more hours and I, I got more vacation time and I, th- these type of things, right? So I was able to vacate every quarter and like every three months you need to find some type of outlet. Uh, and, and if you can, if you don't, if you can't do it every three months, at least try to do it every week where you space it out. So the time uh, that you spend away from doing uh, what you are, what you normally do, um, you get yourself that time off. Uh, so vacate every three months or however you want to break it down. Um, take a trip with some friends. Um, hell, sit on a phone call with some friends and just talk about life. Whatever it is that you have to do um, or you feel like you need to do in order to stay sane, in order to stay happy, in order to just progress through life without hurting yourself or like, you know what, without hurting yourself or without hurting others or whatever it is you got to do, do that Um, because you deserve it, one. And two, other people deserve for you to be of clear mind and clear body and everything as well, because while you might be stressing and and going through something, you might take it out on someone else. So you might uh, inadvertently uh, harm someone else in a way that you didn't try to harm them or anything like that. So um, relax, kick your feet up. Hell, if you need to, text your boy. Text me, call me, hit me up on the Twitters, hit me up on the gram, whatever it is. You know, DM a nigga. I don't care. Um, Because what's going to happen is um, I'm going to do my best to encourage you, to encourage you to just... Vacate. Vacate your mind, vacate your body, uh, and just take some time for self. Some self-health, self-awareness, um, whatever it is you got to do. So if you need a shoulder to, to lean on or somebody to talk to, holler at me. If you don't want to holler at me, holler at somebody you trust. Um, holler at somebody you know. Holler at, holler at hell. If you need to, holler at, holler at an enemy. I don't care. But venting and no no venting i'm sorry getting it off your chest and letting it out is important and mental health is a thing so if you need to um see a therapist whatever it is i know in the black community a lot of us don't like doctors so head doctors like that probably aren't the the best example of like things we like either but at the same time like i said it needs to be done um just give yourself an out Give yourself a second to just be. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, konnichiwa, bitches. I'm out of this thing. Uh, how do I turn this shit off? I don't know.
Later. Use my bucket.